Hello listeners, this is Adrian. I'm just inter- introducing you, introducing you. See, I'm out of practice because we're on break. I'm just going to introduce you to our guest podcast this week, which is a little Juju podcast. Juju is a Kunti conjurer, spiritual organizer, future priestess, and black millennial medium. She gives us black womanist and witchy insight to pop culture, healing, and processing what it means to be a black girl sorceress in the digital world. I got to meet Juju, or Sam, um, through the work I was doing with Black Youth Project 100, BYP 100, and was blown away by her and so excited when she started this podcast. The episode that we're going to be listening to today, um, we're just going to listen to an uh, like an excerpt of it, and the episode is all about how Beyonce is a witch. And we thought this was the right time to drop this for y'all because this is Beyonce's moment, her season. Um, and if you ever wanted to know why is she so powerful, we think this gives some insight into why. So enjoy and hope you're having a great life, having a great summer. Um, we are moving mountains on our end and we'll be back soon. Thank you. Okay, so let's get into... Let's what did I say? <laughs> Let's get into Juju for the culture. And for those who don't know what Juju for the culture is, that is my segment where I like to talk about what is going on in the world, specifically around celebrities and talking about it through and assessing it through a Juju ass lens. So, of course, <laughs> we have to talk about the queen, the king, and all in between, Beyonce Giselle Knowles, who um, if you don't know, is the voice of Nala in the most recent remake of The Lion King. Now, I have to be honest, I'm not particularly excited to see The Lion King. I mean, I'm going to go see it, but I really don't need live action remakes of cartoons. Um, side note, <laughs> The Lion King was the first movie that I ever saw in theaters. I don't remember how old I was. I don't even remember it, but my parents told me that's the first movie they took me to. And they had to take me out because I started screaming like two minutes in. But that was the first movie I ever seen. That's one of my favorite movies, and I just don't want to... I have a favorite. We don't have to touch it. But, of course, I will go see it because I feel like I have to. So, in addition to that, Beyonce put out an album called The Gift, which I actually don't think is the official soundtrack to The Lion King, but it is like an additional Beyonce soundtrack <laughs> to The Lion King. And it's not just Beyonce on there. She's in majority of the songs, but there's also some songs that do not feature her, maybe like four. Um, anyway, and accompanying those songs, she put out a music video for the song Spirit and Bigger, which both of the video, the video is kind of like one long continuation. It's like, it starts off with Spirit and then it transitions into Bigger. Aesthetically, the video is absolutely gorgeous. She's in the Grand Canyon, actually. And so it's very, you know, where she is, it's very muted colors. It's like very tans and browns. And there's Beyonce wearing these really vibrant, bright colors. And then her dancers, uh, all black people wearing really vibrant and beautiful colors. So the contrast with the black folks and the bright colors with this like muted kind of tan background like camel but it's just gorgeous and the waterfall absolutely stunning breathtaking all the black people look bomb the it is just a cinematic experience 
It really is the dancing. They're doing a lot of um, West African movement, but the songs feel very are kind of like rooted in like black gospel music like it feels very and I think the way that it kind of speaks so to your soul and the ways that you like take it in artistically feel like very gospel with the harmonies and the 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 choir there's no choir that you see in it but like you hear the choir in the background so if so like seeing the traditional African dancing with gospel music is actually really powerful I don't see here a lot of people talking about that but it sort of kind of bridges the gap to that this our gospel music is still very African um even though there seems to be like some type of weird disconnect from like the things that like African American folks do and Africanness, and so I liked that that merging of those two in the spirit and bigger video. So the main juju stuff though, there's a lot of conversation around the outfits that Beyonce was wearing, and you know anytime Beyonce does anything, everyone is like Orishas, Orishas, Orishas. This is about the Orishas. She is channeling the Orishas. Blah 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 blah. Now. She did have on one of the face, ooh, I think it's called an Ade, but I don't, I'm not quite sure. But it's like one of those masks that kind of cover half your face and, it, and they dangle down. And people wear that when they're dressing as Orishas um, in the tradition, in the Yoruba tradition. I, I actually think it might be more of a Lukumi practice, but I'm not sure. So she is wearing a cowrie show, one of those particular masks that does resemble what folks is wearing in the tradition. And people have alluded to, and there's even threads about the colors that she was wearing. Like here she's representing Oya, she has on this color. And here she's representing Obatala, and here she's being Oshun, because you can see that with the... And... I'm not saying she isn't channeling that a bit, but it's really unclear. I feel like if you're doing anything that's embodying like what maybe people would understand as like a, an aesthetic, an African aesthetic, and I think that that exists. Like there's an aesthetic that people associate with looking African, and we understand that African is is a whole bunch of countries and not just one thing, but there is a very real, yeah, there's an aesthetic. And so if you're channeling a quote-unquote African aesthetic, then I think it's going to mirror what folks are wearing in religious practices and religious spaces because that is also African, you know? So having cowries could allude to an Orisha, could allude to Oshun, but it could also just allude to like a quote-unquote African aesthetic. And those things aren't separate. Um... But there's just been a lot of information and just talk about all the things that Beyonce was doing with this video and all the the symbolism within the video. Like she's standing by a tree of life and people were saying that that's her representing Yamaya because Yamaya is the mother of all the Orishas. And then there was like, you know, there was people sitting at her feet as the Orishas sit at the feet of Yamaya. I was like, okay, this might be getting a little deep. <laughs> Though I do think that Beyonce is a practitioner of the Orisha tradition. I do think that. I do think that. But I don't know if it's all of that in the video. But I do think she is a practitioner. And I do think that was taken into account when she was putting these particular outfits on and doing this stuff. I came across... First of all, I came across a thread that was breaking down all the Orishas that Beyonce was portraying 
in the spirit bigger video and I will say that most of that information was not correct and I'm not even going to say it nor am I going to put a link to it <laughs> in the show notes but if you saw it you might know what I'm talking about because I was very confused around what was being named in that thread like and here she's wearing red which is the color of Oya and I was like oh no I mean I ain't never heard of Oya's color being red but as far as I knew it was either like a different nine different colors or purple battle like maybe maybe I don't know everything uh, and then another thread I came across it wasn't a thread but it was a post and it was saying like Beyonce wears yellow and then the beehive she's channeling Oshun she's a child of Oshun she's the greatest priestess of Oshun to ever live she's educating the people of the entire Ifa Orisha tradition she's initiated into every African tradition ever and so on and so on um, and I think that people do get really excited when we see Beyonce engaging in this blackness blackness in this way and and potentially an ATR in this way because uh, a lot of times she she is a, with her looks and her aesthetics it is pointing to something that reminds us of Orisha that reminds us of Yoruba tradition that re- reminds us of yeah that just reminds us of what folks are wearing and looking like in those traditions so I get it but we have to be very careful around just assuming and putting all these things on not not uh, putting them on Beyonce, but not for protection of Beyonce, but more so for protection of our traditions, making sure that we're spreading information that is correct. Um, so we can't say that Beyonce is a priest of anything or priest of Oshun or a priest of this or that. We do know that she is, we don't know, but we can figure that she knows who these Orishas are because actually in one of her songs, and I think the song was, um, shoot, what song was it? This song was on the the gift, which is the the Lion King Beyonce Lion King soundtrack. Oh, hold on, I gotta look this up. The song "Mood Forever." She makes a mention of of Oshun, and of course, you know the girls went crazy. And I quote, "I am Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Yes, you are, sis. I am the Nala sister of Naruba." Oshun, Queen Sheba, I am the mother. Ankh on my gold chain, ice on my whole chain. I be like soul food. I am a whole mood. So, you know, of course, people saw the Oshun and it's like, oh my God. And I mean, I think that's a big deal. She literally is naming deities in her song. <laughs> like, you're Oshun, sis? What do you mean? Are you a priest of Oshun? Like, yo, what are you a daughter of Oshun? What <sighs> we don't know, but it is powerful. Just the things that she said. You can tell Beyonce's in ATR. Like we know Beyonce's a witch. I don't think that can be debated anymore. And this isn't the first time she's made references to, as we know, Oshun in Lemonade. There was a whole, you know, all the think pieces came out and the threads were about, oh my god, Beyonce was showing Oshun and channeling Oshun. And then she also had a coffee table book come out and in it there was reference of Oshun in her little coffee table book. So, um I think it's great. You know, I, I don't think that it's negative. I think that it's wonderful that 
the Orisha can be a part of pop culture. I think they're beautiful and that they should be. And and especially Oshun, I would think Oshun definitely wants to be a part of the mainstream, is definitely involved in and wants people to be speaking her name and talking about her. In that way, because she's Oshun, she's very important. We should be talking about her. She's irresistible. You know, as as Ialosa uh, Oshun Yemi Akalatunde said, Oshun is irresistible. So it is no surprise that she's all up in pop culture and that's one of the issues that we just know off bat but again we do need to remain respectful we don't want to just be sharing memes and saying all, Beyonce is doing all these things and like because we don't know if she's a pre we don't know all of that we know that she is just giving us visuals beautiful imagery and we can accept that and take it for what it is for art and for entertainment and people who feel compelled and drawn to study more and to learn more because of that art, I push you to do that because I'm someone who was inspired by Lemonade and the arts and the articles and all of that and it pushed me to do my re- my um sorry cut up my my own research. Um also another part of this particular song, Move Forever, she says, All praise to my enemies, still praise, get along, cause I've bet on myself, I'm dancing, ancestors are in my step. Now I move better. Girl, what you talking about your ancestors and your step? Come on now, B. Give us the tea. I mean, look, Beyonce has not mentioned Jesus in a long time. Now, she hasn't mentioned Jesus maybe since Destiny's Child. She's been talking about ancestors and her steps. She's talking about, oh, she's clearly, I mean, I don't think it's debatable at this point. She knows, and she knows she's playing into it. Also, she knows we 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 like sis what you doing she like uh-huh yep i am doing that and i'm gonna make it really obvious but i'm not but i am and if you're in the tradition you definitely can see what she she's alluding to but again we don't know how far it is if she's initiated she's doing all of this with ogun and she's the, i was looking at some threads i was like now this feels like a reach <laughs> That might be a reach. It might not be, but it felt like a reach. So we don't have to reach. We can just accept it for what we see. And and I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I also want to say shout out to my um homegirl, Drea, because she, <laughs> she was saying that she really wants to stand the Move Forever song. But she says that she's... um When she says, I am Nala, sister of Naruba... Who is Naruba? Did she mean Yoruba? Or is Naruba the name of Nala's sister? Is she saying she's sister of the Yoruba? And she just said Naruba? I'm confused. I I, I don't know. But she says, I am the Nala. Oh, Genius.com, you know, the website that gives you the, the... the explanation to lyrics of songs Nala means in Swahili means the gift so Beyonce is saying I am the Nala I am the gift but I don't know what Naruba means <laughs> but I do know what Yoruba is and if she's talking about Naruba then she goes on to Oshun I hope she just didn't say that wrong my homegirl was telling me like I cannot stand if she said Yoruba wrong and said Naruba <laughs> I don't know. If anyone knows what Naruba is, please let me know. Anyway, that's my hot take on Beyonce. 
And that was a little juju, um, our guest podcast for this week. We're excited that you tuned in to listen. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at End of the World Show PC. Thank you. Bye.